Hi everyone, this is Nikki Papayuanu and I'm your host of Superstar PR. This is season five and I promise you the best guests we've ever had because I've gone around the world and I found people that fascinate me to no end and I'm introducing them to you. Have a listen and thanks for joining us. Hi everyone, I'm so excited to have this guest on Superstar PR because She's timely. This is what we all want to talk about right now. Kaylee Boisvert has been in the financial industry for over 15 years, but she looks very young, guys. Her love of money started very young, and she grew up in a single-parent household with a superhuman mom. She watched her mom struggle and figure it out, and she wished there was something she could do to help. And around this time, she realized she needed to find her own way to save and earn if she wasn't going to allow her finances to define her. And so her own journey to financial literacy began. Kaylee's like the creator and the host of the Wealth and Wellness podcast. Um, And it's doing insanely well, 30% increase month over month. And she writes articles on financial topics. You'll see her in Calgary Child Magazine, uh, Raising Money Savvy Children. That's a great article. And she's going to be doing a media tour lately um, coming up. So you'll see her on various kind of media outlets. And you know what, Kaylee, I'm excited to get started. Welcome. Thank you, Nikki. I'm excited to be here. Well, you know, I have to tell you, Kaylee, money is a mystery to so many of us, but especially, you know, the females that I know. And I think, you know, we need you like people need band-aids. Like we need you badly. Everybody needs you badly. Love it. Well, I'm happy. I'm I'm serving. I'm here to be that person. Amazing. So tell us about your childhood a little bit. Like what did you see and what was the catalyst for you to do this? Yeah. So like you said in the intro, I was raised by a single mom. And so money was really a source of like struggle and stress growing up for me because she got married young. She didn't have that like college education or anything like that. So when she went to like working these jobs, when she was on her own, they weren't like the highest paying job. She did what she could. Like there was a point where she was working five jobs and somehow managing to make it work. And my dad didn't offer any financial support. So she was really doing it on her own. And just seeing that, like I would hear kind of the conversations or I would see the stress. And when she would say things like, you know, we can't afford that and we don't have money. Like she truly meant it. Like I remember going to the bank, we'd go to the bank because there was no online banking. And like, I would see the slip, she would show me, I think it was just that like stress of, you know, kids just wanting stuff and she would show the balance and, and explain. And, and so it was just so like, to me, it was something that just like hit so much, like to my core that I was like, this isn't okay. I don't want to see my mom going through this. And then that was kind of that inner sort of forming, like forming this whole, I want to support women. I want to help women because I don't think any woman should have to feel that way about money. And I think it is preventable, like even in the worst of the scenarios, like um, that people go through financially, I know some people are extremely struggling, but there is ways and things you can do that will help and will get you, you know, to the places you want to be. Like, I don't want women ever to give up hope or think, oh, it's not possible for me because I'm not earning a six figure salary or because I'm a single woman, I can't have these things. And, you know, I might have to find the rich husband or something like that. Like I want women to know, Hey, it's possible for all of us. And, you know, it's just like some basic steps that we need to do and we can, achieve our goals and dreams and we don't have to be sort of 
in our circumstances and decide this is it. There's no hope for me. And so that's what I really want to share with women because it's what I sort of went through as a child. And it's like, okay, what can we do? What is in our control? Oh, your mom. I just want to give her a hug. Can you give her a hug from Nikki in Toronto, please? I will. She's amazing. I learned a lot from my mom. Moms are superhuman. We'll, we'll bookmark the superhuman moms. I see every mom with like a cape, especially like our moms. It's it's interesting, like you said. I, I do appreciate that your mom showed you her bank slip because I think in a way she made you pragmatic and understand. And uh, I don't think I've ever thought of doing that with my kids because they're just used to asking and receiving. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is good. I like that your mom did that. Now, let me ask you about your experience with the market and investing. Um, I think, you know, I'm in the red. I don't know who isn't. So I mean this, hey, like who, is there a way to do this with the markets being as up and down as they've been since COVID disruptions in manufacturing and transport? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, great question. And I think there is a lot going on. And and really, when there's like negative things going on in the stock markets and investing, there's always a lot, right? And there's always us saying, well, this time is different. And, you know, this time is worse off. And um, it's, again, the emotional side of money that we have to accept and understand. Like when we invest in the markets, if we can just get back to the premise of, okay, the markets will go up and they will go down. Um, They can't always be in that positive territory. We'd love to see that. Like if that was the case, we, you know, we'd be all, we don't have to even listen to this. We'd be like, everything's great. I'm on a beach in Hawaii or something like that. But so the markets are going to go up, they're going to go down. And I think it's important for people um, just to not get so hard on themselves and thinking like, I'm not doing it right. There's something I should be doing differently. Um, especially in times like this, that's when everyone gets those feelings. Cause it's, it's stressful. It's stressful to watch that number going down and, you know, our automatic response is okay. I have to do something. I have to fix it. But I think if we can get back to the basics with investing, it's that we invest for generally longer term, maybe medium term goals. And we do have to understand there's ups and downs and we have to be patient and wait it out because when we do zoom out, um, the markets have always shown an upward sloping line, but there has been those dips and valleys and those have been the result of, you know, recessions and things like that. But in the long term, people have made money investing and it is basically a really good tool to have your money working for you to have your money compounding growing and you know the the Warren Buffets of the world are are doing it in the good and the bad too so I think it's if we can try not to get too caught up in all the noise because there's a lot of information and there's always going to be a lot going on it's always going to be a new scenario but if we can stay focused on okay what can I control because I I sure as heck can't control a recession unfortunately so if we don't get caught up in that we can kind of then focus more on what we can control and again celebrate your successes and and look at what's positive too because when we're in the negative spiral it's just everything is so bad but if we're energetically trying to be wealthy and build that abundance and things like that, which I truly believe in, then we need to be more in that positive mindset. So focusing on the things you have done well, like maybe it's, I made an extra payment on my credit card this month, um, or I made an extra payment on my mortgage, or I put a little cash away for my Christmas spending budget. And that's going to help me over this holiday season or something like that. Make sure you're 
you know, acknowledging the things you are doing because money is a lifelong thing, right? We don't, there's not like an end. It's, we keep doing it. It's, it's every day involved in our lives. So it, it, it'll get, you know, it's hard if we're going to be stressed about it every day. So find ways to just be like, hey, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing well, actually. Because um, the, the industry and the world, I think, can have a way of making us feel like we're doing it all wrong. And they're like, yeah. Yes. yeah. Such good points you make. Um, no, I mean, I, I've seen some of my, my network get a divorce in the pandemic and talk about how financially it's been catastrophic. How do you support people through divorce and finances? Great question. I work with a lot of women in my business and a lot of these women um, have come to me as a result of going through divorce. So sort of they're in the midst of it. They're just getting out of it. Um, and the the challenge and the like the difficult part for women is sometimes they weren't involved in the finances um and by all means like i believe like divide and conquer and and do what you're best at and things like that because there's a lot of tasks and in, in household duties and things like that so if you have a partner it's great to you know have each have your own roles but when it comes to money and finances you both have to be in the know and so i think for women it's like can you always be part of the conversation be engaged even if it's you know, your partner's doing more of the work or something like that. So that's, that's what I often see on in some of the scenarios It's devastating to see that women are completely like, hadn't even been involved in anything, hadn't even maybe had their own bank account. And so now they're just feel like they're starting from scratch. And it's overwhelming, because it's like drinking through the fire hose, everything's coming at them, I have to figure this out, out at once. And, and there's so much emotions going on in their life. Anyway, maybe it's with like, kids and and things like that too so it's like that's just one piece of the many things going on when you're going through divorce so if you can make it less stressful for yourself it's just being proactive being engaged in those money conversations but for women that maybe haven't and now they're in the divorce process and or maybe they're post-divorce and they're like now what again it's you know don't be too hard on yourself be open to just taking it one step at a time that's what I always say with women that I work with it's like you know, we're going to do a lot together, but let's just take it one step at a time because it would be overwhelming for me to, you know, go through all of it right right now. It's just step by step, little by little. And all of a sudden, just like compounding growth, it's that compounding knowledge. And you're looking back and you're like, wow, I I know this stuff now. And I, I understand, you know, this is my goal and this is where I'm at. And this is what I need to do to, to get there and, and things like that. So it's just taking it one step at a time. Don't feel like you have to know it all. Because when we do, it's it's that paralysis, right? It's that overwhelm of like, okay, I'm just not even going to try. Um, so it's just step by step, little by little, and know that there's still, of course, possibilities and you get to still plan your financial future. Um, you know, I think that you've written some books coming up and maybe you could tell our listeners about these books. Yes. Okay. So I've written a kid's book about a little girl learning about money. It's called Money Wise Mabel's Bursting Bank. Um, so it's the idea that the little girl fills up her piggy bank and it's what does she do now kind of thing. And so her mom kind of teaches her the idea of saving and, and building that to being even more basically. And and the inspiration was basically when I talk to people about finances, the one thing people always, their biggest regret is like, I wish I started earlier. And so I'm like, okay, well, how early could we start? And like, let's talk to children about this. Like, that's how early we can start having these conversations. And then maybe they won't have that big regret of I should have started earlier. Um, so that's really what's behind the kids book. And 
then I wrote a nonfiction book for women called Make Money Your Thing. So again, so often I hear the phrases from women of like, I'm not good with numbers. I'm not good at math and money just isn't my thing. Well, let's make it your thing. Because again, it's not like a special recipe or you don't need like a finance degree by any means. There's these basics that we can all do and we can all succeed and feel good about our money, no matter where we are in our journey. And so that's what I hope to accomplish with that book. Oh, I like that. Okay. Now I discovered you Kaylee, cause you had like a money webinar and I was given an ad and I was watching and I think I caught the tail end of it. And I was like, Oh my God, Kaylee, we need more of these. Where is Kaylee? And I went on like a, where is Kaylee little hunt? And then I was like, Kaylee's in Calgary. Okay. Your money webinars. How can folks listen to those? Because I found it very valuable. Yeah, great question. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, um, you can check out my link tree and I put all the upcoming events on there. And soon I'll have my website in place that's going to have the recordings there. But yeah, for the new next ones um, coming up, like the one for the new year, which is going to be talking all about financial resolutions for the new year. So um, yeah, follow me on Instagram and I'll definitely post the details on there. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on Superstar PR. Um, thank you. Like a little intro, everybody, but I think people will get so much value when they start, you know, following you. So till then, Kaylee, hopefully we'll chat again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to Superstar PR, the podcast. This is season five and we hope you've enjoyed listening. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know how you like this episode. 